Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Meredith Berry. Meredith is co-owner and operator of Platypus and New Society STL. Be sure to catch her on Netflix Drink Masters, where world-class mixologists showcase their dazzling cocktail crafting skills. Hi, Meredith. How's that sound for a mouthful? That was fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) So this is so fun to have you on. I mean, this is what I love. I met you. We've hung. I got to go to a party that you were part of where I got to drink this amazing non-alcoholic concoction. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so great. I knew you had these cool bars. And then I find out you're on Drink Masters. I'm like, what? wait a minute. So now I go watch this and I'm thinking to myself, I so honor her for putting yourself out there because that is really hard. Thank you. And what, how did this happen? Like, what did you, did you like, I'm filling out this application and then there was like this huge process, like, tell us, I want to know the behind the scenes. Oh yeah. (laughs) I I honestly like, (laughs) it like took a lot longer than I had expected. I mean, it was an application, mm-hmm. and a friend of mine sent it to me, my friend Sarah Schmidt in Chicago, and I was living here in St. Louis at the time, and uh, she was like, you should go out for this. It was like a big casting call, I guess. Right, right. And I was like, no, 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 I no way. And she was like, no, seriously. And so I just, I was like, well, on a whim. Let's see what happens. Let's see what exactly. Can't hurt to fill. Was it crazy, insane, long? Did they want to know your life story? Yes, your whole life story. (laughs) Yes, of course. And putting out, you know, like a drink and 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 kind of giving, telling everything about yourself, all your publications, um, all your Instagram hand, your Instagram handles, all your socials. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And then. I made it into the next round, and then they ask you more questions, and they give you another challenge, another cocktail challenge, and then I made it into that round, and then then they reached out to me, and we did interviews, and then a live cocktail. I was even in, I remember I was visiting family in Long Island, and they gave us a challenge, and I was like, oh, okay, I've I've got to... I got to go find a bar. So I called my friend Bobby <laughs> and he was like, I got a place in Montauk that we can go to and you can do the live feed of the cocktail. Oh my god! And we went and bought like all these juices at this place that cost like so much money because it was like <laughs> so expensive because I think it was like on the way to the Hamptons and I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? It was like so expensive. And for anybody that uh, knows Long Island, like I was in mid Long Island. Luckily, I wasn't all the way at the end, like by the city. Because Montauk is the end of the world. Okay, gotcha. So it's at the very end of Long Island <laughs> that I had to go and do this and like and With leave all my your new family fancy juices. <laughs> oh, it was so ridiculous, and I was just like so nervous. But I, you know, I made it into the next round, and then suddenly they were like, "Okay, like you're going to Canada." Oh, so they filmed it in Canada. They filmed it in Canada. <gasps> and then do they, like, set you up? Are you in a nice place to stay? And Yeah, they, they put us in a nice hotel with, like, a little kitchenette. And so, I mean, we were able to go to the grocery store 
and uh, get things and cook. But of course, like there were long days, so we were like really oh, exhausted. I, I can't imagine. And and I mean, and so if there's secrets you can't divulge, tell me. But right, because you know, I'm sure you signed stuff like don't talk about this. Don't I'm a talk very about serious that. NDA. Yeah. Um, a very serious it, NDA. Like, are you? Are I? I just it looks so. It just looks like so much pressure. It's a lot of pressure. It feels like so much pressure. And and they're saying to you, hi, make this amazing world-class cocktail in 10 minutes. Right. With that stuff that you have to run all the way over there to go get. And you don't even know where everything is either. Yeah, right. No, I mean, you don't because you just like had a second in the kitchen. You're like, where was that again? Where and was did that? you have any say in ingredients at some point? Or do they just like, here's what we're putting out there. Good luck. Most of it was what they had put out there. Okay. Um, they had a, a consultant, I think, for the, for, you know, the kitchen area. Um, but we did, like, initially they did ask us, is there anything specific if you would want uh, to good, be there? So, good, good, yeah, good. So there were items that were there that I was like, oh, great. Like, oh, how helpful. Okay. Yeah. that Because, like, I mean, at one point, one of the guys used hay. And I'm like... Really, they they had hay laying around. Oh for yeah! Them? Like it seems like somebody would ask for hay. He probably but... <laughs> did. Knowing Tao, <laughs> that was it. It was Tao probably yeah. asked for the hay. Right, right, right. Oh my gosh, that guy! I loved it. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, and so it was just—it's so fun to see the personalities, or like how it's a lot of personalities. Some of the people come out, like the one lady. Oh, I can't remember her name, and she came out kind of as a like oh, I'm such a hard ass. But later, as it goes on, you're realizing. That's like kind of her public facing. Yeah. I'm a hard ass. But you know, there was a heart in there. There were she had her things. Kate? It was it Kate, Kate with the colored hair? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cause she is a badass. Well, she is a badass. She's a badass. And but she's she had almost to... came off like I have no emotions and da da you know, and and at one point she's like, No, she has emotions. She's, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Honestly, she she's my best friend on that show <gasps> she was awesome she was there for me from the moment i got there oh, and made yay. me feel like i had a friend oh good yeah. that's i, I can't Cause through that like to have a connection i mean suzu and capri as well suzu it was oh Ugh, my gosh how just, can you not love him no, I love he's him so much. he with the jap uh, every single thing he did had mm -hmm. some sort of japanese influence and i was like how does he do that that's Fabulous. He's brilliant. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. I mean, everybody on that show is incredibly talented. I was overwhelmed. I remember walking into the room and seeing everybody, and I didn't know them personally, but I had heard of most of them, and I was oh. like, what am I doing in oh, this space? Oh, that's so cool. I was like, oh, my God. I just wanted to run away. I was so scared. Oh, my gosh. I can imagine. I w it's, <laughs> that's a, Yeah, that would be hard. So then um, then once, like, you know, so... So I don't want to give away too much. Mm -hmm. But then now the show is over. When did you do this, by the way? When was this recorded? So this was two years ago I recorded. Oh, okay. And then it came out last year. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And I literally was hanging out. So Fareed, who is another buddy, right? And we were hanging out at the Christmas Eve party yeah. with you. And later Fareed was like... Did you know that Meredith was on Drinkmasters? I'm like, what? <laughs> what? I'm like, oh my God, I love her so much that she doesn't like, hello, my name is Meredith. I was on Drinkmasters. Hello, I'm super cool. You know, <laughs> I when I met you, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just like, this is Meredith and she's really cool and she's got these cool bars. And I would love, so t let's talk about your cool bars. Yeah. That I'm going to go to someday. Yes, please. Okay. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Platypus, why? Why did you call it platypus? It's such a great name. It is a great name. It's a great animal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tony and I were going over, Tony Saputo, who's my business partner, we were going over names. And he he really loves this song from Mr. Bungles, and it's called Platypus. Okay. And we were listening to it, and I was like, yeah. I was like, this is awesome. And we had a bunch of names, and I was like, nothing's really sticking. And he was like, what about platypus? And we were, I was like... That's a great name. That's a great name. And then more we thought about it, we were like, wow, the animal itself really describes how we feel about ourselves, Mm -hmm. that we're kind of pieced together. We don't really know where we belong, (laughs) you know, we're cute and cuddly. a little bit of that, a little bit of this. A little poisonous, (laughs) you know, um, adorable and kind of, you know, endangered. Uh, But no, I mean, I feel like platypus itself is this super inclusive, diverse place with so many different parts. It is kind of what Tony and I have created from all of our experiences in bars and restaurants, and we've both been in them for 20 years. Right. And so it is a nightclub. It is a music venue. It is a queer bar. It is a neighborhood bar. It is a bar with a DJ. It's a cocktail bar with amazing, fantastic cocktails. But you can also get a bush on draft and a shot of whiskey if you want. Yeah. And we have food by, um, it's called Duckbill. And Grant has been a really great friend of mine, and it's his food, and it's just really well done bar food, and um, he puts so much love into it. So I can't wait. I mean, it's just like our hearts on the walls. So how sure. many bars do you have total then? Well, I have Platypus with Tony Saputo, New Society with Michael Fricker. Okay. Um, and that's inside Grand Spirits Bottle Shop. Okay. Um, it's in. Uh, On South Grand. Okay, gotcha. And it's a speakeasy style, and it's in a basement, um, the basement of uh, Grand Spirits with a secret door. And Yeah, so it's it's fun kind of coming in. Yeah, and it's very small space, super intimate. We can only fit maybe like 28 people, um, but we... I think that's what makes it really special. Yeah. And it's um, the idea of the speakeasy. It's not really to exclude anyone. It's just to make it kind of that special feel. But also, for me, the reason why I called it, wanted to call it New Society um, is because it's kind of this homage to these secret drinking places of the marginalized, honestly. And if you look at the menu and what we try to talk about and the poetry um, and the descriptions of the cocktails, it's to kind of open your mind up and think in in a different way and think about, you know, political and social issues. And I know that people say like bars and those things don't really mix, but I, I think that this. they are spaces. It's so intentional. Yeah, very intentional. Yeah. Bars are places where ideas were galvanized. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like the queer community, bars were so important to go to because they were the only space where you felt safe. Right. And they were and secret you would, spaces and, and you didn't have for a long to time. Like, be something else. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that was the same thing with POC. Women weren't allowed to be in bars, so there were secret speakeasies well before Prohibition. Prohibition just made it this kind of like 
uh, the idea of that with the, you know, the guy and the twisted mustache and, you know what I mean? Like, it became, like, masculine a lot, like, this masculine kind of thing because right. then every nobody could drink, so then everybody was marginalized, right? Yeah, right. Got and it, so yeah. then that, like, became the famous thing of these speakeasies and these spaces was prohibition. But... It was it was happening long before. Gotcha. It was happening. That's long so before. cool. Mm-hmm. So now here we are, twenty twenty four. How did we get to this place where you have to be a chemist? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> in, in order uh. to create drinks, because, well, I mean, not that I wasn't aware of it, but until I watched Drink Masters, I didn't realize the level that people could go with these. I mean, what? It's they've got goggles on. They're like this mad scientist going, ah, and I made this amazing thing, and I did smoke with it, and I got little bubbles and liquid and, nitrogen. And what? And, yeah. Like, how did this all come about? You know, there, um, there's. I mean, the movement of cocktails is the history of cocktails is so interesting because it did start so simple. Um, honestly, just like probably a bar owner that was like, oh, I got to get rid of some stuff. And so I'm just going to throw it into a punch bowl and I'm going to make it on special and people are going to drink out of punch bowls. There you go. And that's what they're going to drink. Those are cocktails. Um, And then it kind of moved into bartenders starting to uh, do personalized drinks for people Mm -hmm. and starting to then become creative in their own right and create these larger than life personalities of these legends of these bartenders because they're starting to create, right? Then they're starting to write these recipes down and there's guilds being made because then, you know, and with any trade that is, that creativity starts to just kind of grow and move and change. And I think then there was this movement, um, the dark ages of drinks where we had uh, lost some of those incredible fresh ingredients, and we moved kind of to sour mixes and oh, yeah. things right, like right, that. Right. That we talked like, in the in the bar world, we're like, oh, the dark ages, oh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is the dark ages. Yeah. I mean, I remember asking for a non-alcoholic margarita one time, and all it was was sweet and sour with the salt rim, and I was like, ew. Yeah. Like, could you get a little bit more creative? Yeah. I was expecting something else than sweet and sour. Ugh. Right. <laughs> We moved away from fresh juices, but then there was a new a new school of trade came up, and they were like, "Hey, let's pay attention to fresh juices," and yeah. and, and that started happening. And that's a little bit more in the recent, you know, like kind of mid '90s into um, now, where we're seeing this molecular mixology kind of just massive growth and now everybody wants to dive into it, which is fantastic. I mean, right. science is amazing, and um. I think it's really fun to use for applications and it does kind of when you, you know, for me, I was working in nightclubs for a long time and I I think that that every bar has its space. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that. Like there's nothing wrong with a vodka soda. Right. There's nothing wrong with it. I think it's a great drink. But then as a bartender, you kind of start to get a little like, well... I was itching for something more. I want to be creative. I want to be creative. Yeah. I want to two things together is just not as fun as yeah. molecular 15. this and that. <laughs> and and putting these special flavors and using teas and da-da-da-da-da. I mean, I mean, oh it's not gosh. exactly cost effective, I'll be honest. You oh, know, I but, can't even imagine. Yeah. I mean, just to, just the time necessary to 
put something together that really tastes well. Yeah. You know, it's culinary. It, it is. And then like watching the judges on Drink Mash where they're like, this was a little off balance. I'm like, Oh, really? I, I know I couldn't be a judge because I'd be like, this is awesome. This is so good. I love it. You know, yeah. I just can't imagine me I ever love feeling. for you to be a judge. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd be like, Meredith, go forward. You're Yay. awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, the th- I love that human beings, it's one of my favorite things about human beings mm-hmm. is that creativity and that figuring out how to take all the stuff that was put on earth for us and do super interesting things with it. Mm-hmm. And, and then it, and then you're like looking at all the stuff you need behind the bar now. It's not just the shaker. It's not just the shaker. Mm-mm. And then we're even, you know, getting serious about ice and water. And, and that's and, a whole other thing, whole, the ice. Yeah. The clear. I saw something on, um, I don't even know where, probably TikTok, some <laughs> ice thing that was like $1,000 to make one perfect sphere My. of ice. I'm like, you so really want your ice perfect to be spending 1K on 1 like K? that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It was very pretty. Yeah, I'm sure. I'd go like, out of business. It, you know, it's something you would like I would, I don't know, I'd have it something out in, in, Dubai. Like in my front hall and be like, this is my ice maker. If you would like an <laughs> ice, it'll be $2,700 for me to make this for you. Um, but uh, <laughs> Charge them, charge them. <laughs> going to make back that 1K in one day. Going to make back Plus that some. 1K. Because I got to take time, you know, to make You know it. business, you know business. <laughs> but I, I, you know that there's, it's probably not like, Water from your sink. No, no. <laughs> no. I mean, there's water sommeliers now. That's that's so true. Can, I can't. What? Yeah. Let's just. I like making a career out of anything. We Why should not? make up our own cool career. That we're like, oh, we do this. I, Why I not? used to want to be. Um, I used to tell people very seriously, but I would like let them in on the joke later that I was a master tambourinist. Oh, wow. And I had spent time in Spain mastering how to play the tambourine and you know and you would, I would believe you that would be looking at you a thinking, believable lie you can see their head going is she for is this for real i didn't know i'd be like there's nuances to playing the tambourine <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm sure there is somebody there out there is. there's probably someone out Absolutely. there who actually has this this career i mean stevie nicks <laughs> yeah right stevie nicks tambourine that she probably practiced all the time and twirled I mean, think, she is probably and... one of the most epic tambourine players. That's so true. Stevie? Who just could happen to sing. Stevie, I honor you. Yeah. I honor you. We honor you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. My my grandma actually played, uh, my grandma Ella played the tambourine for her church. Oh, cool. And I have a tambourine with, like, all of her, like, um, name tags on it. Oh, my it. gosh. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. My joke is always, let's start a band. I dibs on tambourine for me. Okay. Just, you know, I'm, I would give you my grandma's tambourine. So if you start a band, remember, okay. I get to be the tambourine. The tambourine. <laughs> Got it. Oh, my gosh. How fun. Perfect. Um, okay. So let's talk about, what do we talk about next? My gosh, there's so much with you. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's talk about some of your favorite drinks. I mean, what are some oh, yeah. drinks that you make? That, like, these are the bomb, mm-hmm. and you should try them. Oh, Wow. There's so many. I mean, I can tell you from the Christmas Eve party yeah. day I got to go to that dragon fruit. And and I I was like, oh, this is like really good. Mm-hmm. What's in there? And you're like, here are the 75 ingredients. 75 I ingredients. To make this. I was like, oh, I appreciate it way more now. I, mean, I couldn't believe everything that was in it. Yeah. I, I think, and 
when you're dealing with like a zero proof cocktail, mm-hmm. it, I think taking more time with that and really trying to make those nuance of flavors and balance where you don't even realize that there's no alcohol in it. Right. Not just a combination of juices, but kind of really thinking about viscosity too. And the bitters you and bitters and like and, salt and man. yeah. I mean, and you know, and as a person who doesn't drink alcohol, I gotta tell you, thank you, because I was I mean, you go out to places for the longest time, like, hi, do you have anything non alcoholic? And it, at one point they had the non alcoholic beer. Right. Um, which is eh. but yeah, and then I was gluten free. Oh Lord, forget it. I can't drink oh, anything. Can't find and anything. so yeah. And so then That's I was so like hard. it was like, Well, we have soda and tea. You're like, Okay. I know. Thanks. You know, I love that now I can have like something that feels really special and fancy. You should feel special. Yes. You should feel like you're included in the party. Exactly. I think that's what anybody wants. You don't have to drink to go out. I mean, like drink, but not imbibe in alcoholic beverages. Right. Right. Exactly. And you still want to patron your, you know, bar of choice and hang out with the people, but you don't have to drink and you should feel just as special as them. I usually put like even more of a fancy garnish on a zero proof cocktail because I'm like, and people are like, ooh, what's that? Yeah. So don't. Don't you wish you were like me now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have we have a list of um, um, zero proof cocktails at Platypus and tons of zero proof beers. And we do the liquid death soda waters because they like they're cool cans yeah. and like they have great yeah, flavors yeah. and it kind of feels like you're drinking a seltzer and you're not you're not really missing out on anything. Yeah, and that I think that's I think it's really important and it's it's a, People say it's a movement or a trend, and I'm like, it should just be it's, always. I think it's here to stay. Yeah. I mean, it feels like one of those, it's finally, like, it's really caught on. I know at one point there was the sober curious movement, they right. were calling it. And so, like, that was, like, coming into play. And then I think now it's just, like, there, there's so many people I have talked to that, that business people that are like, I was going out three mm-hmm. or four nights a week and drinking because that was the culture. And I'm thinking... I, I can't do this anymore, you know? So, well, even if you're drinking in a night, you can proof yourself down throughout the night. Right. You could, if you wanted, you could add a zero proof gin with a vermouth and a zero proof like bitter, and you could do a Negroni that maybe is a 15% ABV, but not at a 37.5 right. ABV. Oh, cool. Right? So you're right. doing a lower proof cocktail. That's a good idea. And you can kind of, or you could like mix and match and be like, okay, I had a cocktail to start, and then I had a zero proof. Exactly. There and then, you, you know what I mean? So you can get through your evening. So it's like you don't even have to be completely sober to... Right. To enjoy a cocktail that's lower proof exactly. so you can just have a good night right. and have a good morning. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So if I go to your, um, not me, let's just say somebody that actually drinks, that that, is, that wants alcohol, like what would be an awesome drink you would suggest for them? Well, I would, I'm, I'm so specific about like what people, what the guests want. Okay. And people who come to my bar, I'm like, okay, so what it is, like if they're looking for that, if they look on the menu and they're kind of like fruity or they want something more dry. You you ask questions. Yeah, dry, sweet, spirit forward, which usually means like a more stirred cocktail. Do you want to shake in? Do you, you know, and then allergies. So I I try to go through what do you normally like to drink and how can I take that and then surprise you with something. 
Nice. That you might be, you know, sometimes even like they're like, oh, I hate gin. And I'm like, well, I'm going to use it because Not, you just said you, you hated it. And I'm going to figure it out. You don't know what I do with gin. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I then they it. drink it. I did that. I've done that to my mom like so many times. She's like, I don't like gin. I'm like, you say that every time. But every time I make you a cocktail with gin, you love it. Yeah. Oh, I love the juniper thing. Juniper has yeah. got, I love that smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a juniper person too. St. George terroir gin at is so good if you like juniper it's like going through like a forest of of you know of these beautiful like evergreens i, I it just oh cool. yeah it's a delicious gin for those who like that juniper and right, right people right. who don't like that juniper there's so many gins out there that don't have as much oh, right there's more cool. citrus forward there's one that has um that's a tomato gin by Maletto. there's ophir that has like more like um uh, kind of Eastern flavor profiles with some curry in there. There's Monkey 47 that's done with lingonberries. Oh, my gosh. Gin is a really cool category. That is There's so amazing. There's a huge spectrum. Yeah. There's like a whole – where did I read recently about somebody who – is like in the gin society. I'm like, there's a whole oh, society for gin. Okay. Yeah, Natasha. Here in St. Louis. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, Natasha yeah, yeah. Barami, she's here in St. Louis, the gin room. She, Her husband is uh, my business partner at New Society, Michael Fricker. So, oh, yeah. Small world, St. Louis, yay. Look Natasha's at us. Cool. We're so in the know. We're so in the know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have some fun questions for you. Yeah, okay. Are you ready for fun question time? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. All right. I don't. Okay, ready for this one? This one, I, I okay. this one, I think is so funny. So, if you could spend a day inside of a movie or a book or a TV show, what which one would it be? Oh wow! Mm, I know you get to be in whatever world you feel like. Oh wow! What a good question. <laughs> That's so hard. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about it for myself. I'm like, what? I like. There's some I thought I was like, ooh, dude, no, then no. I have to go to war. I don't want to go to war. <laughs> You know, like, that seems interesting can, at first. Can, but... can I be in the in the part where there's no war? You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. I'm just curious. Um, I guess. Uh, oh, I don't know. Do you have like a favorite show you're watching right now? I. No, I don't really watch question. a lot of television. I'll be honest. Here's what's hard about this question: Is that there like t- there's a lot of TV shows and movies you watch that have characters that you're okay you're okay with watching, mm-hmm. but in real life, there is no way in hell you'd want to hang out with these people. No, absolutely. Like you're like that person is horrible, and I don't want to be a part. I would have to be a part of like a really happy movie. Yeah, I would pick a really happy movie. What's a good with ending? a good ending? Which are hard to find these days. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just like racked, and I'm like, I don't I, know. I think I kind of <laughs> would want to be in an animation, so I could see what I look like animated. Oh, that would be fun. Do you know what I mean? Like, I always wanted the, to be a cartoon a Pixar, character, a Pixar movie. A cute those Pixar are movie. Happy. We usually. could be in a Pixar movie. Okay. I like the emotions one. That, oh, the emotions one. one is cute. Yeah, that yeah, one really kind of touches my heart. Yeah. I'll be an emotion. I have to be love. I want to be love. I call it. <laughs> okay. Okay. You call it. You called it. You can be happy. We'll be happy. I'll be happy. Love. Happy in love. I'll take okay. it. We like it. Right. Yeah. We decided an animated out. film works for me 100%. I would only just at the happy think it'd ending. be fun to see me animated. Yeah. I like, think it'd be amazing. Yeah. I, I think mean, we'd make great I, cartoon I characters. I would like have to be different. Like I'd have to, I would like, I want to be pink colored. And you know what I mean? I'd have to like, yeah. Kind of, animate myself up a bit mm-hmm. 
I am um, on the plane. Lisa Marie and I were uh, my girlfriend, who's an amazing muralist. She is and amazing. was also on this podcast. She's amazing. <laughs> um, we we started watching Trolls. I had never seen. Um, it's the animated, yeah. like like they're like the dolls or whatever, yes. and they sing and stuff. Is it good? I well, we started it, and I thought it was adorable. Oh, I'll be. I'll, I would love to see myself as a troll, a singing <sighs> troll. If I was a troll, I could have hair. I could like make just some crazy, crazy hair. hair. For me. That's Ooh, what I'm like saying. Rainbow kinda, colored. Yeah, I feel like I, I'm kinda, see, I would have like a gray you, streak yes, as a troll. You, I'm and it would just be like a troll in you. Yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> the cute troll. A cute troll. <laughs> <laughs> Not the under the bridge weird one. No, that's really. Like, oh, I can't stand no, that troll. No, I would just like play guitar and sing <laughs> my life away. That sounds great. Oh my gosh, I love it. That's what I would do. Okay. <laughs> I'll be in so, that movie. Now I'm going to ask you about the weirdest company. Like, have you ever made something you're like, this sounds so good? Are you such a weird ingredient in something that you're like, this is the weirdest ingredient I've ever thought of to use in a cocktail? Mm. Oh, when I started putting potato chips in the cocktails. Okay, let's hear this one. Yeah. So I... Um, I always, like with the milk punch, uh, I started putting like popcorn in the milk Ooh. and like then I was like potato chips to kind of, I was like, this totally makes sense because I was using cereal as well. So, and popcorn I learned was before cereal. They used to put popcorn with milk. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I was like, so this is like the original cereal was yeah. like popcorn and milk. It I was like, this is so weird. really weirdly makes sense. Yeah. So I was like, so a, a milk punch is where you, um, you make a clarified cocktail using the way of the milk. And okay. you're basically making a cocktail and then putting, uh, then pouring that cocktail into some cold milk letting it curdle. It's kind of that same process of like kind of making ricotta. Okay. All and right. Because gotcha. of the vinegar. That right, kind right, of right. Separation. Okay. Um, and so when you do that, then you're left with this really cool texturized cocktail Ooh. that doesn't have a creaminess to it, but the viscosity in your mouth does. Okay. And then it also kind of tames all of these flavors. And, and makes this really cohesive, really cool, I mean, drink. I love a clarified milk punch. Oh, if you see one on a menu, cool. you got to go for it because right. it's really interesting. Okay. Because you're using the citrus and the milk and it curdles, but and it looks really gross when you're making it, but afterwards it looks stunning well, like and kombucha. beautiful. It's like kombucha. looks like you're making a Frankenstein it monster. Really <laughs> it really does. It really does. And that's what exactly what this really looks yummy. like, too. Okay, right. gotcha. So then I started putting, like, using, um, flavoring the milk with potato chips and popcorn and cookies. Fun. And I was like, why not? Like, let's get weird with this. And I didn't think about it at first, but then I was, like, eating something and a potato chip and, like, a cocktail. And I was like, how do I incorporate this? You know, How fun. and then I made like a I've infused a vodka with gingerbread chocolate, gingerbread cookies, and then these Indian uh, masala uh, potato chips. I was like, oh, this makes sense. The curry with the gingerbread and the chocolate. It has to be crazy I, and fun yeah. to go grocery shopping with you. Oh, I can like be in a grocery store for hours. I Global bet. Foods and Jay's. Yeah. Oh, Jay's and I will. Yeah. I can just. Yeah. Anything and anything. I'm awesome like, places. Let's do this. Yeah. Jay's yeah. is such an interesting. You just. Just go experience Jay's Asia. Like, just totally. If you haven't, it's on Grand. You have to go. You have to. Yeah. And just get something that you've never, would never try and just go for it. Yeah. Just Do, try it. Does Jay's have all the weird Kit Kat flavors? 
Do you know? Oh, like I don't the, know. There's I like know. matcha Globo Kit Kat. does have this a lot. This is why I want to go to. I like. I want to go to Japan sometime to experience all the crazy flavors and weird bending. It's machines. on. It's, I haven't been there yet, and it's on my bucket list for sure. Because yeah, yeah I want. I want to know all the things. Oh my gosh! I'm taste and I'm sure all there's the amazing there. cocktails over there. To try Incredible. Out. Oh, yeah. their cocktail scene is. Probably the we'll best in the entire world. Well, it was Suzu can show us around. He would. Yeah. He's been there so many times. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's Suzu, we're enough. calling out to you. You, you need Suzu, to bring us to we'd, Japan. I'd like to go to Japan. So please start <laughs> planning this for us and let us know. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so wait, I have this other question that came to me that I wanted to ask. And that's, what is, um, when they say fat washing, I, oh, that yeah. was one of the things you're like, and I fat washed it with, and I was like, what does that even mean? So a fat wash, it's similar. So we were talking about a clarified milk punch where we're mm-hmm. kind of washing the milk in this cocktail. A fat wash instead, it's any kind of like oil. Right. Right. So fat, whereas like butter, olive oil, coconut oil, anything within that realm. You can do it also with the drippings of like um the lard drippings from pork shoulder or anything okay. like that. You can use right. any kind of fat. So you're warming up, you warm that up in a pan and get it to its liquid state. And then you add it to any kind of spirit that you feel like you want th- that would work with it. Okay. Right. So like I've done, I re, right now on the menu, I have a brown buttered wash Dalmore 12, which is a scotch. Ooh, and I'm, so I'm just trying to butter, brown. So yum. I brown that butter really hard, and then I add it to the scotch, and then I let it sit for like an hour or two and just kind of agitate it, just but not emulsify it. Okay. You yeah, just kind yeah. of go boop, 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 Every once in a while, I'll come back to it and just a little stir, but not like crazy. And then, yeah, that's my technical term. I like it. Thanks. Cooking show next. That's what I do all the time. I'm just like, it's just a beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. Um, and I'm like, doesn't that make sense? It makes sense to me. Yeah, personally. Thanks. Good. And then um, I usually then put it in the freezer because then it solidifies on the top. Oh, And then you can just pop yeah. it off. And you can still use that oil afterwards yeah. or that butter because um, it's, it's, it's kind brown, of infused. Brown butter, I got to tell you, it's, it's like a nice. secret ingredient to some yummy things, like brown cookies. Brown butter is and, so oh, good. It's just mm. pasta, And sometimes just I score a little vanilla bean in there in the brown butter, mm. and it really, like, richens it. Um, and then it kind of chills out your spirit a little bit and then also adds texture, velvety texture. Oh, very Viscosity cool. is a huge thing. And and then it's also adding those flavor notes to it, and then you can you can play with it from there. Oh my gosh, um, how fun! Yeah, if you get really good olive oil, you can do that with vodka, and you can do an olive oil washed vodka Yum. or an olive oil washed gin, and, and then add some saline solution. Then you're like, I have a dirty martini, kind of. It's like that, a clean dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I was wondering, like, what does that mean, fat wash? I'm yeah. not seeing this, and I don't know that they. Well, maybe I wasn't paying complete 100% attention when mm-hmm. I was watching, but but I was thinking, I want to see what the heck they're talking about. Sometimes yeah. they just show people doing stuff. I'm like, I have no idea what they're doing. Oh, I, because it goes so fast and it just looks like complete chaos. Yeah, right. Because it running, is, running, it running, was running, complete running. chaos. Oh, I, I can imagine. There's these I, guys with these backpack, like, they look like monsters to me with these, like, backpack uh, cameras giant cameras and they're just running around following you and I was just like I'm terrified oh my gosh I'm terrified. 
<laughs> Talk about a workout for those guys. They're like, I don't need to work out. I do camera work. Literally. On this drink master show. I, <laughs> I just run around all day for and 15 follow people. hours. Oh my gosh. With these giant cameras imagine. on my back. I mean, the production crew were absolutely incredible. That's awesome. Oh Truly. my gosh, how crazy. So this podcast, my the main focus of my podcast, other than talking to really cool people, <laughs> is kindness. And and um, you know, I, I love that I I seem to attract, yay, very, very kind people into my world. That's because so you're share, wonderful. Because I am kind. You are kind. Um, so share with us some sort of kindness that you've either witnessed, you've given, you received, just something top of mind kindness. Oh, wow. Um, I see kindness like all the time. Um, which is definitely good. Which is definitely good. I do. I see it all the time. And I think that always like it's hopeful right yeah there's yeah. some kind people out there i think it, kind people the unkind people are really loud they just happen to be very loud yeah that's true i think that's part of the issue there yeah absolutely. so they get seen because they're like out there yelling and screaming yeah like, please stop it i know <laughs> i mean you know i i sent a text to a friend the other day like and i was like i just need to hang out and they showed up for me and, you know, just listening. That's, that's the a best. That's a really listening kind Listening is move. a big kindness, yes. It truly is. And I, you know, that was really, I needed it. It was really special. Aww. And I, I just, like, massively appreciate um, my friend Sarah. She's a really great Aww, friend thank and you, Sarah. We're yeah. sending you love right now. So she's a kind person. Very and cool. And then I've been doing this silly competition, this bar boss thing. Oh, we got to talk about that. Oh, bar yeah. boss. We cannot end this without bar boss. Yeah. So but bar everybody voting has been really kind. Yes. I can't believe vote, vote, everybody. Vote. So so the, the at the time of this podcast, I mean, if you're listening to this now, end of January 2024, this is the time to do this. So if you listen to this after... By then, Meredith is going to have her own show or something. Well, we'll but um, but uh, but anyway, um, for now, we want her to be Barbas. So where do they go to vote? So um, on my Instagram, um, I have a link up. It's at Meredith M E R E D I T H Barry B A R R Y nine two. I don't even know my own numbers. Okay, I will. We'll, we will we'll tag put it, it up. I don't we'll even tag know. it. We'll tag it. I, I really. Speaking of marketing, I need some help. I got, so yeah, clearly, we can talk. Great. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so there's um, uh, barboss.com. Uh, just look up Meredith Barry, and I'm on there. And there's links um, on my Instagram and Facebook, um, and Platypus as well um, is up there. And yeah, go, you can just go vote, vote and you can vote every single day. Oh, can you? Yeah, you can vote every day. Oh, I Fresh, didn't know like, that. yeah. And if you want, you can give. There's the kind campaign. I did that. I did the, I, so I could get more votes. But you can but do free I'm votes all going every and day. I the free vote every day. I didn't know every that. Every day, well, free vote every heck? day. All right, I'm on it. Yeah, it's hard to remember. And, it, you know, it's hard to ask. You know, I, I, I don't want to like spam people with stuff, you know, but it's, um, Honestly, like it's, at the end of the day, like everybody just showing up and voting has been really, really incredible and shows me how many people are just so supportive of me. And it honestly was a really hard thing to do because I don't 
it's put hard myself to, it's out hard there to like self promote. It's so it, hard. Like I'm the, getting emotional yeah. about it because I'm just like, oh, but I'm is, loving that you're doing it. I like it's honor like such people a hard thing. That, that promote themselves in the way that you do. That's just a very lovely way. You know what Thank I mean? Thank you. But it's not easy to do. Oh, like everybody's like, how do you do it? And I'm like, I'm full on terrified. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, I, 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 I describe it as I'm really scared of heights. And this is the truth. Okay. But I will, I will do it. Yes. Like I cried all the way through zip lining in the redwood forest, oh, but I did it and it was beautiful it. and it was incredible and terrifying and I cried, but I did it. And like, that's what I do. Sometimes I just like jump and I'm like, I don't know if this is the right decision. I'm probably going to stay up all night thinking about it and thinking about all the things that I've said and everything I did wrong, but I'm just going to go for it. And, and then you have cheerleaders, yeah. you know, so you get the people that are like, I'm a, I'll be a cheerleader. I will get it out there. Thank you. That's why we're doing this podcast. Cause I was like, I need her on here now <laughs> and we need to get this podcast out like right away. Cause this is a timely one. And it, yeah. Um, Thank and you. yeah, I mean, I want, I want you to, I, I'm, I'm behind you. Thank you I'm so a much. Yay. Yeah. I mean, I just want to invest everything back into this city. I love St. Louis. Yes, and me too. Yes, I want to do my craft, but I also want to grow the everything that we have here in general. So hopefully, hopefully we can do it. Thanks for bringing your awesomeness to St. Louis. It's most appreciated. Yeah, thanks. I feel like everybody's really opened their arms up to me here, and I'm I feel really grateful for that. Very cool. Well, yeah. Meredith, thank you. I'm so glad we got to do this. We kind of like, like it was like last minute, like let's get this done. Yeah. We were supposed to do Monday and we had ice storm crazy. That weather was insane. So, and then today it's been foggy. I know. Today it's like, it's cool looking outside. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Thank I'm glad you. it's not like the fog where you're like, I'm driving. I can't see anything. It's yeah. just kind of more like, where'd the arch go? Right, right. <laughs> it's in the upper ether. I'm like, good. You stay up there. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being a guest. I so appreciate it. And yay, well, let's get you to be bar boss. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And oh, everyone you're so delightful. Well, so are you. <laughs> this has been fun. Thank you. And everybody out there, you've been listening to Mishmash. Go vote on Bar Boss for Meredith Barry. That's your kindness for today and the next day and the next day because you can vote once a day. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>